0: I check on, you know, looking at what everybody's, you know, how many auditions are you getting? What have you booked? Blah, blah, blah. You know, when it's, I mean, I am doing that behind the scenes to figure out because, We're partners. And if I have a partner that's not doing their job, it's kind of silly. Welcome to Get
1: Seen Unscripted. I'm your host, Jesse Malinowski. We are going to dive into acting insights, meet industry pros, and master the business. Don't forget to subscribe and share. We're keeping you behind the scenes and ahead of the game. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get Seen Unscripted. I am your host, Jesse Malinowski. I just first off want to say if you've been sending us reviews and rating the podcast, I want to say thank you so much. That really elevates the podcast so we can have more listeners and serve more actors. So if you haven't done it already, please do. And if you have, I just really want to say thank you so much. I love reading your reviews, seeing them, and also comments. So thank you so much for that. And with that, everyone, we are back with another agent, everyone. I'm really excited about this episode because it is co-owner of Align Stars Agency, Barbara Divasek. And this is because you have been a part of multiple strikes. So we have lots of things to talk about on this episode. Thanks so much for being here.
0: No worries. Thanks for having me.
1: You're welcome.
0: So yeah this is my fifth strike.
1: Oh my goodness <laughs> well let's before we jump right into the strikes I love because you used to be a casting director in yes. LA now you're an agent here in Atlanta so mm-hmm. how did um, how did that uh, how did that happen for you?
0: Um, well uh, I moved here in I left LA in about t- 2010 and I was casting things across the United States and I was casting on the East Coast and then ended up producing a couple of movies and my husband ended up working on the movies directing so we ended up both spending a lot of time on the East Coast and we fell in love with it and so in 2016 we moved here and I thought we'd open up a little studio I could still cast I would be continuing to cast and um And then we would just, you know, be living here. (laughs) Um, After three years of living here, um, with every job I did, I would do jobs in L.A. and it felt right. And when i do jobs here, I would get frustrated. Because it seemed like a lot of the actors did not like when I'd make them come in the room because a lot of the – because self-tape was born here. So the actors were used to not – and it would – sort of saddened me every time an actor would go, well, you know, you could have had me do a self-tape. And I think... So at the end of 2019, I told my husband, I'm done with casting. I got to figure out something else. And then a week later, Jessica called me. Really? (laughs) And said, I'm buying a Lion Stars. What would it take? And I said, let's take a lunch. And we talked about it. And... um, You know, my things that I wanted to do was to have a department uh, for people with special, with disabilities and that. um, I loved that we had a dance department, Um, but I wanted to, when we just talked about joining, I wanted to become an, I wanted us to become ATA just because of the the education you get as an agent when you're part of ATA. And um, everything we talked about doing, she was on board, and we have never had a disagreement to this day. It's the weirdest thing.
1: Cause Cause no, was... that's not weird. That's awesome. That's so <laughs> well, great. Well, I was
0: partners with my sister for forty some years in casting. And you're like, and there
1: were many disagreements. There were great... many.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, how
1: did you and Jessica know each other for her to even like be able to call you and say, "I'm doing this"? Like,
0: when she, when I moved here, we, my husband and I, started a, a little facility called Atlanta Acting Arts, and Patrick my husband's also, um, he does still photography and does headshots and Patrick sent a lot of people to him and sent a lot of people to us. So we got to know Patrick and Patrick, um, would say, Hey, if I have a question, could I ask you? So I'd always, when he'd call, I'd always help him cause he was a nice young a- a- agent, you know? And, um, when he brought Jessica on, he said, would you have a lunch with her? And we ended up spending two days just laughing. And
1: Got it. Yeah, and Patrick was an the original owner, owner, owner of, of Alliance Yes, yeah, Alliance and Stars. she
0: came in as a commercial agent, and he was like, you know commercials. Because, you know, I came from the commercial world.
1: Yeah. Is that how you guys run ASA now, that Jessica does commercials, you do theatrical? No,
0: we have a commercial agent, Natalie Moore. She runs the uh, special needs department and... I've heard incredible things about her. Yeah. And then she runs and then commercial and then overseas voiceovers too.
1: Awesome. So
0: Natalie's doing, I wanted all of the agents to sort of be in charge of their destiny. And instead of it being like an agency with a bunch of assistants,
1: Mm -hmm. I wanted,
0: you know, we also have an agent, uh, Katie Adams who, you know, she's helping our clients that are in LA and New York. Um, and she and I do all the theatrical submitting together. And then we also have Melody Mills, who runs our dance, and um, and now some influencers. We're getting into that little area code. Awesome.
1: So, awesome. Yeah. I mean, the industry is just continuing to change, right? So yeah, much. So yeah. we kind of have to adapt
0: with well, it. I've been trying to think forward for the agent. I mean, that was my goal, was to have a just a solid agency, you know, one that if you're thinking of so many agents, we're in there. And that's, yeah. that's that's been my goal.
1: That's awesome, and and so yeah, I mean you have so much experience within the business, and you know, like we said, you started in LA in casting, and uh, we we just recently have you know got over the strike that yeah. that has been Yay. over a hundred days long. But uh, I thought it's so unique because you've actually gone through many strikes, even mm-hmm. one that was even longer. Yes. It- uh,
0: Killed me that strike.
1: Yeah, and I and I a wanted to, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to kind of just chat about that and the differences and and I mean, like you yeah. said, it, it kind of killed a business for you and yeah. and then how how then were you able to survive this one then you know and kind yeah. of just
0: going over all that. Well, you know, my first strike. I started casting in 1975 in commercials with my sister in LA, and wow. um, we were really lucky because we used to do we worked a lot. We always had multiple jobs going. In um, 78, 79, there was a strike, a SAGS commercial strike. And that one was the first one I had ever lived through. And that was in the days of when there was answering services. And um, so the actors would find out where they were shooting the commercial and they'd be having bull- horns, bullhorns, and mirrors trying to stop shots. And I had my... <laughs> Tires slashed at a facility. People would call and leave messages on our messages saying, you you, you know, because I was casting Nine Union at that time. And that was the first time I really spent time casting Nine Union.
1: Hold on. Wait a second. So the strike's <laughs> happening. People are like standing off a set with mirrors they trying were, to mess up well, shots. Well, because they'd
0: find out where yeah. the locations right. were because they buy off the people at, you know, that. Did with the answering places,
1: oh. and they'd be
0: like, you know, because they'd call and say, "Go to da da da. We're shooting." And because <laughs> in those days, oh my god, that's the way you got your call time. And
1: then that's your tires
0: the were slashed. Yeah.
1: Because and the, this is this is like it who, was at a who,
0: facility. I don't. I mean, oh well. I'm, yeah, I'm sure
1: you don't know who, but I'm like, uh, like who? I, is the actors
0: angry? The actors. Uh, the actors, are angry. It was. It. But it. It was ugly. But it was in a different way you know I mean it was like some people were really wow you know I just worked my way through it and I remember at the end my first job back with union actors I had a big sign and it was like I missed you so much yeah (laughs) because I realized how important union actors were at that time in my career because I've been doing it for like four years three years it was like
1: such a vast difference big difference
0: Yeah, I bet. You know, and the agents that would help with non-union weren't really trust is trustworthy as I was used. You know, it was just it was a whole new experience on that one. You're like, I missed you so much and don't (laughs) slash my tires. (laughs) And then in 88, there was a strike. Um, And on that one, I remember we were picketed, or my. You know where we had offices. In fact, my husband was always the doing um, still photography for the union because he's been a union member forever, and worked for the union forever doing you know covering events. And um, he was supposed to cover them striking us. <laughs> really? And he went, no, I'll, we can go someplace else for me.
1: Cause... Right, right. But you Although know... it would have been really easy. He's like, I'll just go downstairs. <laughs> and I'll just go back upstairs.
0: <laughs> but on that one, a couple of actors chased one of my uh, camera guy's wives like to her car and was chasing her and saying, you're a, you know, you're horrible. And she's like, I was delivering food to my husband. I mean, (laughs) but that one didn't last very long. And then the one of 2000 is the one that killed my business because I had, I mean, our rent at that time was 10,000 a month. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And I had a bunch of employees and I kept thinking because I was bidding jobs and we went from 350 jobs to 40, and whoa! And I just woke up one day and said to my husband, "I guess we're going mean, to try to close these offices." Wow! And we, and luckily, they let me out of my lease.
1: Beca- because because they there. knew like what was going on. Well, and- it
0: would just ha- it was just a sheer luck. The guy that mm. was the manager was quitting, and he. I bought him a drink and next yeah. thing I knew, I was, how can you get out within a week? Yes, I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so then that was, um, yeah, that was 2000. And then I went back to working at facilities instead of having my own offices um, and kept working. I mean, but it wasn't the same because I had loved having my own staff and right. it's just something about your own space.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. How, when you decided, and I'm sure you felt like, well, this is, I kind of don't have a choice, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having and having to close the doors, but how did you go through that? And, and how do you now look back to it and see maybe the pros uh, and the positives of that situation?
0: It just, it was a, a financial thing that I had to, you know, because it was just, because I kept, I kept, taking care of my employees. A couple of them had been, I mean, I had one gal that was my assistant for 18 years. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Disappoint her. But in the same time, I'm like, you know, it just, it became a, an issue. So then I just went back and started almost like revamping, you know, and trying to get work. But so much work had gone. Right. On that strike. Cause they left, they went to Canada. They went to other States. It, it just, that one hurt. That was 188 days. So, wow. So this was like, and, but this one, this one mattered a lot. It did. It mattered. I mean, for the agency, I said to Jessica, I don't want to submit on anything. Theatric. I mean, I don't want to touch non-union. We have to support this strike totally.
1: totally. Yeah. I mean, you, you definitely have probably a a different view, a a more solidarity kind of view than Mm -hmm. maybe most.
0: Yeah. It was really important. Um, It was, and I'm so thrilled. You know, I watched last night and I'm really proud of what everyone did. You know, what that team did and the Crabtree man. Boy, (laughs) that man's got it together. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) It was. Yeah, it was incredible. I think when we went into it. Right. I think a lot of people were maybe like, oh, this isn't this isn't going to work. We're yeah. going to get so little. And and I think it, you know, we and and and, and negotiation is compromised on both sides. Absolutely. Right. Yep. But it's like every single thing that we hope to get,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we've gotten yeah. in, in some degree.
0: Yeah. No, it's very exciting.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be such a great, um, it, it really, I think, uh, lays down a great foundation and path for the future. Right. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Cause I think even like beyond, cause I know it's renegotiated in three years, but this feels like, okay, we're on the right path now mm-hmm. to not have to worry about the next three years. Like yeah, most just, likely that will be, we just that have July
0: fun. for, <laughs> right. unions, yes. we, we'll just make hay while we can. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Know it all works out. <laughs> No, but I think it will. I think it's brought a lot of attention because of because there was so much going on during the strike that everyone knew about. From say like in two thousand, where nobody knew it was a void. It was just mm. like it's good, you know, because it's a you, the way we get information now. It's a different exactly
1: image. right. Yeah, everyone gets everything like that. Yeah, from anywhere, yeah. everywhere in the world.
0: Yeah, so it's uh, but it's exciting. I'm very happy that it's over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, it's really got to get going for us to oh, feel yeah, absolutely. it. absolutely. Everyone's uh, got,
0: we got to learn what's in it.
1: Yeah. Right. Got to. Exactly. And so what, what would you say, um, you know, cause I feel like we really kind of like, we earned it, right. We mm-hmm. really had to fight for it, earned it. You know, how do you feel like sometimes we, we can get impatient, I think as people, right. But mm-hmm. it shows here that you know, in solidarity and being patient, and you've seen it multiple times now Mm -hmm. in different strikes. How important is that not only for us as people, but really as actors just in our journey?
0: Well, I think that it was like a couple of actors were wanting, you know, to do things that I didn't think was in their best interest. And that's the one thing is actors just want to work. Yeah. And the thing that actors need to do is when you have an agent, you have to trust that that agent is doing their job for you and sort of take it with the team instead of trying to, you know, uh, trying to outsmart or trying to say, oh, you're not doing that, you know, and then it's it's sense no it does yeah there's been a couple of actors that they're
1: okay well
0: we've got to I've got to do this and that for my career and it's like there's nothing you can do right you have to be patient for your career that is the that is the choice but I mean but that's actors have it they have it really tough
1: well you bring up the actors need to trust their agent or Mm -hmm. they need to trust that the agent is doing it
0: yes how I
1: think that's a great point but easier said than done oh absolutely so how absolutely. how can an actor know that the agent is doing their job
0: i think if an actor keeps doing things for themselves like you know studying taking classes like i'm always encouraging my actors when you do something like when you do a get scene and you've done it with george pierre let me know let yeah. me know what happened did he say something to you that can help me in pitching. You know, if I know my actors are doing, that's what they need to be worrying about instead of trying to hover over us doing our job.
1: Yes. You know, and
0: letting, it's, it's like with the agency, when Jess and I got together, I said, I want to ge- I don't want to dictate to my other agents how to agent. I have to believe in them and know that they're doing their job and support them. Just like I need to have that kind of support for me and my decisions. You know what I mean? Because there's yeah. some places where it's all, well, I have to do it this way because of, and I just, I wanted my agents to have a voice. Yes. And, so, and, and that's for the team.
1: Right. And and you, and you mentioned, you know, like, oh, if, if you do a Get scene or something, Right. But I I wanna kinda like break that down, Mm -hmm. and it's not about coming to get seen or anything, it's breaking down the communication that actors, because there's no class that's like, communication 101 within the film and TV business, (laughs) like that class doesn't exist. And so I think think actors and people in the business, they're just like, I don't really know what to do. And then instead, because they don't know what to do, they feel stuck, because they feel stuck, then they're frustrated, right? Right. right? And so it's like understanding that when you're communicating with your agent, and then I want you to add on to this, is like when you're communicating with your agent, you want to bring them things that are essentially helping the team, right? Uh, You want to bring them things that are helping the team. You want to bring things that that can help the agent, right? Like you said, like if, if you meet a casting director or something like that, then you have the ability to pitch. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of elaborate more on like how how at least you and your team like that communication to look and the things that if you have, you're like I can use this, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a hey, just checking in, yeah, right? Which right. is uh, that's not what it is. It's no. something that needs to be very more specific and strategic.
0: Yes, um, what I like my actors to do and I'm consistently letting them know is just drop me an email me and the other eight like if it's theatrical it, you'd let us both you know me and Katie know because we're submitting um, if it's commercial you'd let Natalie know because that's her area code um, but I hate it when actors call and so what's happening it's like how about what's happening with you yes you know, we 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 put a a questionnaire out in the fall. It was about a month ago about what have you done in the last, you know, and I'm going to probably start doing that every season. I want to know what my actors are doing. If they're not doing any, I mean, I understand if they're busy working to make money during, but if you're doing absolutely nothing for your career, I have to really think about if I'm investing my time in you. Mm, I love that. That's such a good point. You know, I mean, I do – Do uh, I check on, you know, looking at what everybody's, you know, how many auditions are you getting? What have you booked? Blah, blah, blah. You know, when it's, I mean, I am doing that behind the scenes to figure out because we're partners. And if I have a partner (laughs) that's not doing their job, it's kind of silly.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the biggest, one of the, one of the things I love to teach and I don't think it's like new like Mm -hmm. I didn't invent it right but it's that 90 10 formula Mm -hmm. right and it's like actors need to really understand and I make them do the equation Mm -hmm. it's like take a guess how much time do you think your agent's working for you in a day right then we're going to multiply that by five and then we come up with the number then you multiply that by nine Mm -hmm. that's how much work you should be doing right and I feel like you know anytime we can get ourselves to look in the mirror Mm -hmm. to come up with a solution as opposed to putting it on someone else. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to help us so much. Right. So you you have actors that are frustrated. They don't know what to do. It's like look in the mirror. Right. Do the equation. Are you really putting that much time in? Mm -hmm. Because that's, that's what is equal. Right. It's not 50, 50 in an agent actor relationship. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's 90, 10.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's uh you know, there's more letters in business than show. I said that my entire career. <laughs> I love that one. Because I figured it out yeah. early, early on. So but
1: More letters in business than show. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's that's so good. I'm stealing it. I'm that's stealing all good. it. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that your husband Ray does um, uh, like photography he, and he's been a director.
0: Yeah, and he's an actor, Um yeah, I
1: I've met Ray. He's he's a character. I love him. He's crazy. Yeah, um,
0: I love him. When my friend, you know, I knew him as an actor in L.A. and then um, oh, that's how you guys met. Yeah, he got well, okay. and then my friend dated him. Oh. But then she was seeing someone else, so then she invited him to an improv show, and everyone kept sticking him next to me. And I kept saying, he's an actor! I don't <laughs> do actors! <laughs> and um, I remember her calling me at like 2 in the morning when we all got home, and she said, by the way, I gave him your phone number. And I went, he's an actor! And I slammed the phone down. <laughs> and um, he called me the next day, and we went out. So yeah. Wow, you really put up a fight there. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> And we've been together ever since. But um, it's, you know, when I had my facilities, he, you know, when we had Divacet Casting, he took care of all the video and all the behind the scenes, you know. And um, when we had Atlanta Acting Arts, we did that together. And then when I ended up producing a movie, because I opened up my mouth, um, and then we needed to bring on another director, Ray ended, you know. Ray ended up doing that and then I produced for him which that was interesting but it's uh it's it's you know it's worked <laughs> Yeah, I'd love
1: to dive into that a little bit more because the film and TV industry can be very erratic Ugh. and you 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 don't know what's coming right. and it could take up a lot of time and yeah. energy. Yep. How how have both of you been able to balance that throughout well, the years?
0: When we when I had Divisate casting and we had our kids, because Ray was a photographer and an actor and he and um he could work his day around being there for the kids. You know, and I would just be at work all the time, except on the weekends, you know, or I'd get home to put them to bed and stuff. But um and I used to be jealous of that, I'm not gonna lie. Really? There yeah. was a lot of years that I was like working, but um, this business can take a lot out of you. And as I've gotten older, um, I don't regret, but I do keep telling my kids, make sure you enjoy all the moments mm. and don't let the business drive you because I was, I, I am a workaholic. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, I did work it out, but it it's... You know, which is why I needed to do something, which is great that I ended up becoming part of the agency. Yeah.
1: And is that, is that how you maybe feel like you've gotten better with balance or is that
0: it's always a chore to do, you know, it's Mm. like, like I'll on the weekends, I'll put a do not disturb, you know, I've left for the weekend and the only way I leave is if I literally like will put my phone in a. In a drawer.
1: Right. How often do you put your phone in the drawer?
0: It depends what kind of week it's been.
1: Okay. I mean, I
0: haven't (laughs) since the strike, but there were times. But I do have, we always have someone watching at Assistant at Align Stars watching because I don't want to never not be available for casting. Yeah. Because that's a problem. And I always got frustrated by agents that disappeared. Mm -hmm. When a casting director needs you, they need you.
1: Right. Right. How you kind of based on your journey within balance or <laughs> imbalance, even <laughs> how important do you think it is for actors to bring balance into their life? That's so important. Yeah. Or, or as opposed to like being like, no, I'm all in, I live and breathe this.
0: Yeah, no, they have to, you have to, you know, I told a lot of my actors that, you know, take some time off for you. Just, you ha- I mean, that's really important because actors, you give. Every, I mean, we all give if you're if you work at anything, um, but actors are it's so heady for them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: That they do have to walk away from it. I think.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think that's so so. And because I live with an actor. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: it's like he'll start talking about something. Audition last week? Would you get it's? Oh, it's over. Right, you move on. Right, Got to exactly. do it and move on.
1: Yes. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. If you're an actor and you're enjoying this, then I can promise you, you are going to love the Atlanta Actor Summit, brought to you by Get Seen Studios. It is our three day online event that is going to blow you away. Since we're Get Seen, you can expect the top industry pros. You can expect to come together with other actors and really gain that actor tribe and build that community. And then you're gonna be able to put together a really solid game plan for your 2024. So everyone, the event is December 1st, 2nd and 3rd. It is the Atlanta Actors Summit. You will not want to miss it. Right now is early bird pricing. So you can grab your ticket right now and get it at the most affordable rate. Again, this is a three-day virtual event, so mark the days off and grab your ticket now and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Yes. So I'd like to go back to your relationship, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. Because I'd love any advice that you have for another couple that both of them are in the entertainment business and how to make that work.
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, you, you just have to work at it and you have to know that you can't take it personally when it's, especially if you're in business together. Like when we had Atlanta Acting Arts um, and we both decided we were sort of done with it, but it was still existing and I was trying to sell it <laughs> or if someone wanted to take it. Um, it, it was an interesting you know, we had to always, we have to always go back to, hey, wait, is this a business conflict or is this a personal conflict? Mm. Because sometimes they can go into the other, you know. Um, But that's why it was always good for Ray and I to have a, a definite difference in what we do, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, like, even when we had a, a Atlanta Acting Arts, he did his stuff, I did my stuff. It was just easier than us both doing it and getting in each other's way, if that makes sense. Sure, sure. Um, but, you know, when we were busy with the kids, when when we were in L.A. and working, I was working all the time, what kept us sane was we had a condo in Mammoth, and we would leave and go to Ma- That That is what, I think, kept us, you know, we had another thing to do other than the business yeah with our family
1: right know? right and 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 being able to differentiate that mm-hmm. and and i think consciously making time yeah right making time to take a break if you mm-hmm. will or just say this is something else that's well, not all of this all the time
0: and there's sometimes we'll go out and i'll say can we just not talk about the business
1: how often does that happen? Do you guys get...
0: We both say it to each okay. other. And it's always the one wants to talk about it and the mm. other one's like, no.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then it's like, okay, let's talk about it really fast. Okay, done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you know. yeah. I, yeah. I feel like that will happen <laughs> with with Candy and I sometimes where we're like, well, let's not talk about the business, right? And normally I want to talk about it more and then she wants to the break. But then all of a sudden maybe she'll come in wanting right. to talk about it and then I'm like, "Well, wait a second. What's happening right now? Maybe we're not supposed to." Yeah. So, I think right now we're on like uh we're both consciously trying not we consciously trying not to, but then we're both open if it does kind
0: of happen <laughs> here and there. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's uh it's it's a journey and it's it's interesting cuz in show business it's just can take so much you know in different er it's not like you know a doctor a lawyer or a business person goes to work for certain hours and then they go home you know what i mean and this business is not like that right like i remember my kids said no my mom works all the time (laughs) a little kid and i was like
1: (laughs) Uh oh that's that's (laughs) yeah that's not a good thing yep
0: so but and, and my little one used to come to my o- casting offices and he'd see the kids because I used to do a lot, most of a good amount of Mattel. And he'd see all the kids and he'd be like, why are they here? <laughs> <laughs> they should be at home playing. He'd like get mad. Like, That's funny. Stuff. Yeah.
1: Are they in the business at all?
0: Uh, my oldest son is a rock and roller. Okay. Um, and he lives in L.A. and, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then also works for a company in show business uh but uh my other one lives in finland my other son lives in finland very cool designer cool yeah that's where my grandchildren are
1: awesome and so (laughs) so you you spent time as a casting director in la then as we learned you came to atlanta as an agent now or and then became an agent here what are some things that you learned being a casting director that has made you a really good agent And like you mentioned, the like getting back to them in time because that was a pet peeve that you kind of had. But what else?
0: Well, in, you know, we had the strike of 2000. In 2003, I actually, an agency paid me a good, good, good amount of money. And I was an agent in L.A. for a year. And that's, I must say, when I became an agent and then after that, I went back to casting. That made me the nicest casting director on earth. I was way uh, creepier before. Mm. Or way stronger, way really bitchier. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean it's just the way it was. That's fine. And yeah. What what signaled the change? Because when you're an agent, you're you don't get to call the shots. When you're a casting director, you can decide who to give the auditions to, who to give even the breakdowns to. You don't have to give it to every agent in the region. Mm. You can pick 10. You can pick 15. You can do it on breakdown. You can do it by a phone. You know, it's, it's, about, it's all about your choices. Um, when you're an agent, you've got to work and hope that you can get to the casting director and that they're going to look, A, and B, take your person. So, you know, I mean, it's way easier to be a seller than a buyer. Right. You know, Um, I mean, a buyer than a seller. I said it wrong. I still get confused because I'll say, you know, the casting. I mean, no, wait, I'm an agent. Right.
1: (laughs) So, Um, But so because. But like what what really created the change in you just being on both sides of it? And you were like, oh, wow, getting the getting the the bitchy. (laughs) (laughs) Having to respond to the bitchy person was not nice, so I should not do that in the future. Well, no, I
0: just felt for the... It made me have compassion for the agents,
1: job. Mm, Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, I was making good money being an agent and I had a couple couple of assistants. It's not like, you know, I work way harder with the Line Stars than I did there. Yeah. Um, Just because I had the support and it was, you know... But it just was... It's just where you're at in the pecking order,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, um, it's, and also you're dealing with actors on a level of them disappoint, the disappointment from an actor to an agent is harder than the disappointment as a casting director, because there's always other actors, mostly. I mean, right. Sometimes you fall in love and then something happens and. A problem, um, but it's uh, it's definitely easier to be a casting director. Um, you do have the same amount of stress. I mean, when when you're the agent, you can get blamed easily. I mean, I remember yelling at a lot of agents. There's yeah. a couple of agents that ended up becoming my friends. Were like, I was so afraid of you. You were mean, <laughs> and, and I I mean, I was tough. I had to be though. We did. So
1: yeah, like three hundred. You said three hundred and fifty. I mean, that's pretty much. That's more yeah. than a job a day. There I was mean, sometimes with the weekends we'd have like
0: nine jobs in the house, and you'd have so many hours. So I'd do one job in the morning for so many. You know, I had five studios, so one would get this for a couple hours to make up, so I could do all nine on Oof. my own property instead of, or I'd put also go out to facilities with the job.
1: Yeah, yeah, wow. You
0: know, and I had your session directors and da-da-da-da-da.
1: And so now with uh, Align Stars Agency, how, with that experience, are you nurturing your talent and and helping them grow?
0: Um, I find it very important to try to have, you know, have I, I make myself available to have so many meetings a month. Now, when it gets busy, they all know if it's busy my life exists for the entire agency and not that of just, you know, because someone wants to have a check-in meeting with me, I might yeah. have to put it off because I want to turn those submissions around. That's very, you know. Um, but I have also, I do take people that are a work in progress and I don't mind that, you know, and, but I love my experience. You know, I like, I really like helping My thing is when I decided, I said to my husband, I'm done casting, but I have to do something where I can share my knowledge. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do.
1: I love that. I love that.
0: Because I'm, I mean, I was so lucky. I laughed for so many years, just, Mm. you know, during commercial auditions, a whole day of sitting next to a director that's like drawing pictures of the actors as we're seeing them.
1: Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) If only those actors knew. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But it was all in fun. Yeah. It was all good.
1: And so what would you say is, is the biggest difference or maybe challenge for you being an agent in Atlanta compared to when you were an agent in L.A.?
0: Well, when I came here, I'm known in L.A. I was not known here. It took me a long time to sort of get into it here. but. I moved here and a lot of my jobs kept being, I kept going back to LA to do stuff or, you know what I mean? Or, um, cause I've all, I've just, we've worked all over the U S you know, when we used to do commercials, we were also known for doing real people across the country. Um, so I just never seem to, you know, the casting directors that are in this town have been here for a while and they've got the town Together, you know what I mean, and it just uh, because two of my age, and I mean, let's face it, <laughs> I'm older. Um, it just seemed like it, it didn't. It just never worked as well for me here in the casting world as it did. I mean, I did some great projects here. Don't get me wrong, and I love some of the agents here that I'm friends with and all of that, but it just. LA was like something I'm so used to, and yeah, because the know? time you can't yeah.
1: you can't uh, you can't just make up you know two yeah. decades of time, right. You know, yeah, I get that. I
0: remember when I I started, and I my sister would say, just call. I'd say, what do I say when I call the agents? Because at that time when I started, there was like 20 commercial agents and like 10 kids agents. That's, right, I mean, it was not numbers, um, and she'd say, just say you're Barbara Divisek. And I'd be like, nobody knows how to say Divisek. And I'd call it, it's Barbara Divisek. Oh, okay, Barbara Divisek, I'll call you. It's Divisek. And they all knew how to say on my name. It was the weirdest thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it's uh, it's been a great journey.
1: Yeah, great. And and so how does an aging, if, if, that was the ch- if that's like one of the bigger challenges, right? Mm-hmm. That it's like, well, getting to know casting when you're in a new place like how does an agent how does an agent do that
0: you just have to keep showing the casting i mean for me my whole thing with jessica was we have to show them that we know what we're doing Mm -hmm. um and uh we have to respond i mean because i just i know what a good agent is from being a casting director right because there was sometimes you know the last job i worked on i tried calling 10 agents here in town because i just was Felt sort of lazy, and um, you know it was. I just. It's all about service. Yes. Agents are ser- are service to cat, just like a casting director is service to mm-hmm. to ev- everybody serving, and you've got to. Y'all have to make it as easy as possible, and understand what the casting director. And luckily, I understand what the casting director is going through. Like yeah. when my some of my actors will, can I get an extension? <laughs> I'm like. Well, it know it shoots? No. Right. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love that you talked about serving because I think that when you are running a business, right. Mm-hmm. And if we go all the way down to the actors saying like, I'm running the business of my acting world, right. Mm-hmm. You're serving the project, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And then you're serving the casting director. The casting directors are serving the producers. Mm-hmm. The producers are serving, you know, maybe if they are attached to a network or what have you. Mm-hmm. And I just the power in that if we can switch our mindset to, I'm serving. Yeah. Right. And and I mean that is a big mission here. It gets seen. It always goes back to service. How are we serving the actors? Mm-hmm. So I love so much that you brought that up, and I think it's just such a great point, even for actors to think about that and keep in mind. Right. Mm-hmm. That like, that's what the agents are doing too. They're just right. trying to serve. Right. Like we're all on the same mission, and if. You can get into that mindset yeah, because I think sometimes we can get a little selfish, Yes. right? We can get a little selfish and just like, well, I want this. I want an agent. I want these roles. I want this. I want that. As opposed to like, well, how could I serve this better? And if you start thinking of it like that, what changes?
0: Yeah. Well, there's been a couple of times we've had bookings that it's one of our clients could have had a really good recurring and they... Were rafting that day and just after four hours, casting called back and went, we're going another way.
1: Wow. Whereas
0: we're like, we can't find our client. And it's like, guys, you have to be responsible too.
1: Right. You know? Right. How do you think an actor does that while at the same time making sure that they have a balanced life while they're like doing fun things and learning new skills?
0: Well, they just have to be aware that, at any point, you you know, check your messages every once in a
1: while. Yeah, right, exactly.
0: You know, especially if you're on hold for something.
1: Of course. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah, if you're on those hold. Those little
0: things. You yeah. Know, don't do a disappearing act. Uh-huh. Exactly. You exactly. Know? I remember the first job I did here in town, and I booked someone and I called the agent to book, and she said, Okay. And I said, Can you send me the stuff? And um you know, his booking information. I booked him at like 4 o'clock. By 7, I hadn't gotten the booking information. My producer in L.A. was like freaking out. I called the agent back and, oh, I'm at Walmart. Um, I'll get home shortly. I'm like, how about you give me the phone number of the actor or I have to go to the second choice? Yeah. It was like, really? Turn it around. Move it. Mm-hmm. You know, so –
1: yeah, I think kind of you You want to have uh, as as an actor that's like wanting to work, you want to have like that fire mm-hmm. in you. Yeah, I think in all the elements, yeah, uh, the elements, uh, you know, like you said, uh, there's more letters in business, right? You know, so like not just the, oh, I can do a good job. I can do a good job with this audition, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like. The technical, the being responsive, the <laughs> the being quick, the being responsible, all of those things um, are part of the business aspect yeah. of it.
0: Down to labeling it.
1: Right, exactly. There's
0: some casting directors, if it's not labeled right, they're not going to even look. If, if they've already found someone they like and they see a <laughs> couple others that are not labeled, then why bother? I mean, it's like they can't follow directions
1: right yeah well you know that we you know that we we push that oh i know you guys do i love it (laughs) thank you it Um, makes
0: me crazy you know when my (laughs) anyway
1: so what advice would you have for there's three here and because i feel like you have the experience you have like so much experience so the advice for someone that's like, I'm, I'm ready to take this acting thing seriously mm-hmm. or somebody that maybe wants to be an agent or maybe somebody that wants to get into casting. Is it the same advice or is it different?
0: Well, it's the same but different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all of, like, you know, for in casting and in, well, in agenting, it depends there's some agents that work certain hours. We... And all my agents at the agency, we all work pretty much until L.A. closes. Because mm. we're, you know, especially me and Katie, because we're covering that. Um, as far as casting goes, those are really, can be really long hours. And it can be, because casting is investigation. People don't understand casting direct, you don't know until you get into it. That's why things change so much in casting. You can go down one road and then, oops, nope, that age is not working with that. And, oh, that sex isn't working with, you know, I mean, it can all change. Or, oops, we need to put someone of a different race in there. We've got to balance it out. I mean, there's all those things that come into play casting-wise that casting directors have to be fluid and not take it personally, (laughs) because that's just the way it is. And and I think and being an agent, you all you have to be humble enough to understand that casting's got the final word. Mm. But you also have to be strong enough with your actors to make sure that they're representing your agency properly because I can tell you how many times my even when I was casting, there was a couple agents that were really good at negotiating where some of the ad agencies were being, oh, I hope we don't pick someone with that because they're really – we'll have to pay more when we reneg- renegotiate. Well, that's the good agent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But if – you know, some agent – ad agencies will steer clear of those because they know they might not get their way or – you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just – but working hard and being and knowing in this business, you know, you know how many times I had plans and they got can- – I mean, because when you're a casting director, you're freelance, you know, and if they call and they – you know, I remember being in Florida. The Co- I used to do, work for the Cohen brothers for – I was lucky enough to work with them for like 25 years. And they had a job. And I drove from Florida – Within, I think, three days to get to L.A. to do the job because I had a car and I had to get the car to L.A. Oh, my goodness. So it was like, um, <clears throat> you know, and and there, I couldn't wait and I needed to be on it because it was for the brothers. I couldn't I had my I had sure. assistant start it, but it was like it needed to be me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that leads us to our spotlight sign off. Five right. questions starts with: What is something that you are super grateful for today?
0: Um, that I'm grateful for is probably my journey and a lot of uh, the awesome people I've been able to work with along the road. You know.
1: Yeah. What uh, TV show or movie or event or book changed the trajectory of your life?
0: I've had so many changes. Yeah. It's been, I mean, I don't think it comes it's been more events that changed my life, you know. Um, One thing that changed my life was I, I, got an award and forgot to thank my husband and mm. I can't watch an award show with him now because every time <laughs> someone thanks their significant other I get it so oh
1: no <laughs> um
0: no um boy it's just been so many events I can't even go down and put it to one thing you know like when I produced a movie that was life changing because that right. was understanding a movie inside out you know when I was an agent in 2003, that changed me totally. Uh, probably closing the offices, opening the offices in 86, because until then I worked at facilities, mm. and I was pregnant, and Ray was like, "You want? if you're going to bring the baby to work, I think you need a facility. Right. <laughs> so we got, you know, we had offices from 86 until 2000 when we closed those, you know. And then moving here. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's going, hmm. My name means nothing here. I'll go back, and then thinking, should I go back to LA? Maybe I'm not meant for here, but I like it here. Um, both my husband and I, we really like it here.
1: You, you just gotta, you know, you just it's there's just the patience. Oh, my name means nothing, but you know, you just in time, it then is. it does, you know that, it's, it's you know. And good. so I think I think it, it absolutely does now, mm-hmm. but maybe when you first started, you know, not so much. It's just being patient and working hard and then that's how people get to know you yeah uh third question is what's something in your daily routine that you really love and cherish
0: probably my time in the kitchen i love to cook oh okay um and my animals Mm. my animals mean so much um i just actually had to put down last saturday A twenty-year-old cat, and that was like—I realized that cat had been around seven dogs that have that have come and gone. Oh my my goodness! (laughs) And it was
1: twenty years. That's so long. Twenty years with an animal.
0: Yeah, Uh. she came to us after a a, after in two thousand three, after a fire.
1: Wow! Wow! Uh, Anyway, what is something that you're currently wanting to improve in your life?
0: Getting away you know, walking away and being, you know, like getting away, <laughs> totally getting away. You know what I mean? It's, it's always hard for me, but um, it wasn't before I joined the agency. I went, my husband and I went to Finland for a month and that was easy. So you mean more travel? More travel. Okay. Probably going back to Finland and hanging with my grandsons. So. All
1: right. When are you going to do that? We got supposed put it on. to
0: be this December, but then a strike happened. Mm,
1: so. Yeah, yes, I get it, I get it. So but now the strike may, is over.
0: Maybe next December, we'll see.
1: We gotta wait a second. We don't need to wait twelve months.
0: Uh, I gotta make some money. Oh, I, gotta, I feel that I gotta work the agency. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right, all
1: right. I get it, I get it. And so. then, uh, and then I would say, last question: Based on your journey, what advice would you want all the listeners to make sure to get?
0: to just keep working at it and to also be grateful for just the little things, you know, be if you didn't book something but the casting director gave your agent a comment and that casting director took time to say something about you, which a lot of them don't. Be grateful for that. Be grateful for the things that might not be self-serving at the moment but they all are going to work in the journey and they are all going to matter
1: i love that no i love that i think that too
0: you know i just you know and it's so weird because like i'll talk to people in la that you're an agent what what (laughs) you know it's it's been very it's humbling to go from the power position of a casting director to being an agent yeah um but at the same time, I think I'm ignited by that. And I think I needed that in my life.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's it's important to pay attention to those little wins and they all build mm-hmm. up. Yep. And in time, it becomes something big and, and it's easy to overlook them. But I think we need that. That's the fuel that yeah. helps us continue mm. on on chasing our goals and on our journey in mm-hmm. a powerful way.
0: Well, like I, we have a person that was a series regular, and the show went down, and they're very, very upset, and I understand that. But how about being grateful and being happy for
1: what that was? Of course, yes.
0: You know, and that's gonna open the doors. I, I know it. You know, it's like you don't because you didn't get a job. It's not the end of the world. You know, uh, there was my husband was up for a job when the strike happened of 2000 that he would have gotten made a hundred grand Wow! and it was for the Cohen brothers and they always got their way and on him they didn't they wanted a younger guy and then I told the brothers oh that was my husband and they were mad at me but because I never would tell anyone you know we don't go by the same last name yeah I never wanted him to get a job because he was my husband
1: right making him earn it that's it
0: (laughs) Actually, I think I've hired him the least amount. All the other casting directors have hired him more.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Well, I've enjoyed this time with you so much. I appreciate you being here with me.
0: No worries. Thank you for having me.
1: You're so welcome. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely grab another one and see which one uh, you feel like is gonna serve you the best. And I think the next thing I would say is, if you felt like this was impactful to you, make sure to send it over to another friend that you think could also be impacted in a positive way. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.